today is Friday, July the 23rd, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Four Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster. I'm joined today by my co-host, Jeffrey Guy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. And my second co-host this week, Mr. Edward Michaels. Hello. How's it going, Ed? Good, very good. How are you? Good. It's good. nice to have you back on the podcast again. Uh, beautiful think, Friday. I think we should make this a more of a regular occurrence. What do you think, Jeff? Sounds fine to me. So, the wheat has started, winter wheat. We've started rolling into the elevator. It's, I don't know, something about harvest time just makes me so happy. <laughs> well, you see that wheat coming in, it's uh, started wet was getting drier another rain gets wetter gets drier but uh i think we're hearing some pretty good yields on the wheat yeah and it's looking like some pretty good quality wheat as well yeah which is awesome around here is pretty good but uh what have you heard around the area ed about wheat well in this area it looks pretty good but down towards niagara a lot of the wheats ended up being feed wheat at this point in time in michigan there's some real horror stories over in michigan too about uh, wheat quality so i know uh i just went across the province and back last week that's why i wasn't here last week but and i have to say right here at home was definitely some of the best crops i saw in in the province from where i went anyways absolutely so if wheat goes down to feed wheat uh, ed what's the uh the difference in price on that well, I'm hearing down into uh, into the uh, ports down into Hamilton that they're discounting wheat 25 to $30 a metric ton based on sprout damage. So if it's over 2.5% sprout damage, I've been told that it's around $25. So. so how do farmers keep from having sprout damage? I would suggest they go out and harvest, even if it's a little wet at this point in time. Uh, and that's the offset how much you're going to pay in drying versus how much you're going to get discounted for feed. So that just, Dolores, that just ties into what uh, Dwight and I were talking about last week. If uh, For sure. Pay a little bit of drying and save the quality on the wheat. So, That's And right. we're seeing that with people here this week. They're uh, combining now when they can, get the comp, keep the combines yeah. rolling. And and, it's, and it might be a little bit wetter, but it's not... It's not too much wetter, so. So let's see, if I'm farmer and I'm combining this weekend, is there going to be anybody at the elevator to accept the wheat? There sure is. We're open from 8 till 5, Saturday and Sunday. I guess if it rains, then that might change. But just give us a call and uh, our uh, office number or, or my cell phone. They're both on the on our website. You can find them there. So, so, Jeffrey, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we haven't even talked about prices yet. I was we got right say, into the harvest. What happened this weekend on the markets? Can I just talk about spring wheat for a minute? Sure, Ed, go ahead. Okay, if we're getting close to harvesting spring wheat, I would suggest the same procedure. I would start looking at taking it off a little bit wet because if it goes from uh, just straight spring wheat price to soft wheat price, the discount will be very significant because there's a price difference almost of $90 a ton. So I keep that in mind on the spring wheat for sure. Yeah, it's one of the largest, or I say the largest discount I can ever really remember on that, on the spring wheat yeah. going for feed. So and as we talk about that, we look at prices right now. So spring wheat was one that uh, it was pushing on $400 this week. Wow. 
$400 a ton. It ended up at $387. So this week was a lot like many of the weeks we've had. Volatility reigns supreme. The markets are overreacting to news, good or bad, for Mm -hmm. production. And uh, any weather forecast change, they're overreacting. Like spring wheat went down at the end of this week because of a rain forecast for the 10 to 15 day period. It seems like sometimes they're reacting on something that's not even news. Well, just think, like how as farmers... How much do we believe in the 10 to 15 day weather forecast? I'm not sure I even believe like tomorrow's forecast. (laughs) So like for the market to pull back 30, 40, 50 cents based on a 10 to 15 day forecast, it's just a classic example. They they overreact. So prices this week, corn's down just a little bit. Soybeans are down a little bit. Spring wheat was up like $3 for the week, even though it was higher earlier. Winter wheat's down a little bit so it's we've had more negative bigger negatives than the positives were this week even though the markets did rally a few days like the volatility is just it it's staying up there big time and like we ended today was a down day in the markets all our markets they moved from uh like a nickel down to 18 or 20 cents down Mm -hmm. so it's unfortunate that we're ending the week on a negative Hopefully uh, something will come out to turn them around next week. You know, there are a few other negative things out there. Uh, We haven't talked a lot about China lately, but uh, news out of China, you know, it's kind of interesting. Their corn prices are down in China. They're still much higher. They must have a really good crop then, Yeah, well, they're much higher. Yeah, they're much higher than the North America, but they are looking at a big production in China, and they'll... But remember, they're big importers of corn. They are. And their high price of corn helps their imports. But now they're talking about flooding in one of the provinces, you know, that had big rains. And this flooding even hurting their swine herd and potentially helping the African swine flu to to spread a little bit more. So when this happens, you know, if, if their swine herd is decreased, uh, Ed, what's going to happen? Their feeding is going to decrease. Feeding's decrease, and that's less demand for corn and soybeans. Less exports from the U.S. You know, less exports from the U.S. Uh, like I think Edward, you were looking up last week how like there, or we were talking this week about uh, purchases from China. They're actually canceling some uh, cargoes right now. Yeah, and they've been really slow right now. But it was last year. If people remember it was in August last year when they really came to the market. Yeah, it was. It's uh, they have most of the South American crop bought up and looked after, so they they came to North America. So we'll we'll have to see how that happens. And uh, let's see, is anybody who looked at uh, the fluctuations in our dollar this week? The uh, not getting many yeses on that one. So our dollars really, like there's been a cent. One day it was down a cent, over a cent. One day it was up near a cent. Uh, it's really fluctuating with oil prices. Oil prices, the OPEC plus nations make an agreement to produce 400,000 more barrels a day, which is a drop in the bucket in world For consumption. Sure. But uh, that seemed to bring oil down for a couple of days and then oil's bounced straight back up. 
because the U.S. producer, the shale producers are going to, they're going to flood the market because it's bringing a price at a level that they can, they can make big money at. And our dollar changes with oil prices when the market wants it to. Other times we could see change in oil prices, nothing happens, but this week we have. So it's, you know, that's been a kind of lots of fluctuation in there this week too. So I know it's, I think we're the same as all, as the last bunch of times, uh, prices remain strong. You know, it's, uh, never prices are this strong. It's, uh, every farmer is going to get rewarded for every sale they make. For sure. And it's even, it's, it's a good idea. I know, I think we've said it for before, but prices are so strong. Think about not even just this fall, but next fall too. It's a good idea to keep your eye on that because sometimes the good prices for for a fall were two years before that. So target prices are your target orders are your friend, but it's always a good idea to look out. How about old crop uh, corn, Jeff? Any uh, comments? It's limited supply. Demand is spotty. Are there any farmers holding on to some corn? I'd say there's limited supply. So the should uh, they be selling? It's that market's like the rest of them. It's so volatile. If you can find the demand for it, you might get rewarded more for holding on longer. But it's, geez, when the price is uh, you know three fifty or north of that, it's pretty hard to hold on for it uh, much longer. And I, I like one thing that you said there, Dolores, about uh, target orders or your friends. You know, people that are even taking off wheat now, you know, with the wheat over $300, 310 315 320 this week, and uh, taking it off, putting a target order in, see if you can get rewarded for, you know, a higher price. And for sure. It's, it's hard to tell sometimes what is a fair price to put on target orders or what's a reasonable price. Like, you know, Edward, we already said about spring wheat hit for or almost four hundred dollars this week. What what do you think would be a good target on spring wheat for a producer? Well, we're at three eighty seven. I would be looking at selling at these numbers. If the quality's there, these are good numbers. You know, that says it all. It uh rewards yourself. But if you do wanna I hate to say gamble, but it really is gambling, you know, in the market. If you sell a bunch and you wanna take some and gamble with you know, a target order, I think, of 400 or 410 or 420 on a per portion of your spring wheat crop is is not bad. So, If you look at a price per bushel on spring wheat, it's $10.54. So 1054 I've seen soybean prices that uh, weren't that high in the past. So it looks like a pretty good number to me. Oh, we better stop there. We started talking in bushels and I just got lost. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Metric tons. Well, I understand, <laughs> but I'm just saying if you convert it to price per bushel, yes, it's a good price. And you know, bottom line, it's good price. Prices are good. Weather's good right now. We're going to have a good weekend. Hopefully, keep those combines rolling in the wheat, and uh, the weather's good for corn and soybeans. We'll see what uh, how the next and week holds up, and we'll hopefully the weather holds for our our hay guys as well. I know it's yeah. been a little bit of a tough go, <laughs> but. Yeah. Anyways. And we're open on the weekend, you said? We are, yes. Open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Just give us a call anytime. All Sounds right. good to me. Un- well, not unfortunately. I-, I don't think I'll be in this weekend. Pretty busy with baseball. So. Oh, we know, Take Jeffrey. Take me out to the ball game. <laughs> Take me out to the crowd. 
had to get a little bit of singing in. It's been a few weeks since I've been able to do that. So there we go. All right. Well, thank you very much for tuning in to our podcast. We uh, we appreciate the support and the listen. And uh, if you have any suggestions for us on topics you'd like to hear about, just uh, give us a call, send us a me- an email, or reach out on social media. Everybody have a good week, and we'll talk to you again next Friday. Bye have for a now. Good one.